When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See jdpower.com slash awards for 2022 details. What's up, guys? It's episode 34 here with Jillian Robertson and Gordo. And then, obviously, oh, that way, the great Dave Van Auken. <laughs> Pointing the wrong directions here. <laughs> Dude, I think we have to like we have to put Gordo in the 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 design of the logo. Yeah, gotta get him his own little like tag at the bottom <laughs> with Gordo. That's <laughs> awesome. For one, first of all, G, it's hours away. It's not even like earlier. We usually record early in the week. Happy fight week for you. We are really close. This is this is it. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely extremely close. Tomorrow's weigh-in day. I know. Like, I know. Uh, so today it's like we're really getting into the cut of it. Really trying. To get those last couple pounds off, getting down and uh, getting in fight shape. Right. So that's kind of, let's, let's start there. There's so much I do want to talk to you about a little bit. I do. We haven't talked on air about the whole Joe Rogan experience thing. I want to hit up that. Even Gordo, I do want to hit up that as well. But it's, we're, it's fight day. It's fight week. It's cutting weight, all that stuff. You know, where it's 24 hours or even 20 hours to the weigh-in. Where are you right now, just mentally, physically, and all that shit? Are you just like, okay, I'm done. Like, I just want to weigh in. I want to fight. We're so close to it. I'm literally so excited right now. Okay. okay. I, like, it feels like it's like Christmas Day. Wow. Uh, I just, it, it's everything. It's the fight day, obviously. It's being able, I just want to eat. I haven't been able to eat in a really long time. I'm like, I've literally been in a fight camp for six months straight. Right. So I'm like, this is kind of like, I get to eat what I want after tomorrow morning, I get to fight, which is obviously the most fun part. And then after that, I, I, I'm going to take a little bit of a break and go spend some time at home and just kind of relax. So it's nice. It's like we're in the final of, you know, the final days of it. Right. It's crazy. This is, you know, we talk about this all the time about how fights are so far and few in between and you get that permanent marker on the calendar. It's a big fight. UFC Jacksonville, it's on ABC. It feels like even the card has a lot of great momentum on it. A lot of other great other fighters and fights. So it just seems like it's a big deal. It seems like this is a good one. It's a great card to be a part of. Oh yeah. And it's, I had my first pro, uh, pro fight in Florida, but I've never fought that since then I haven't fought pro in Florida and wow. I've never fought with the UFC in Florida. So those are both like really cool things for me just to have like my boyfriend's coming out tomorrow morning. Half my team's coming out tomorrow morning. Like my parents are going to be there. Everybody's going to be there. So it's really Gordo's here. It's like, it's just a dope scene. Do you, are you not, I want, I don't want to use the word expecting, but do you think there could be like, hell yeah. For one, I kind of, another side I want to talk about the the Canadian side of it has great momentum. I'm about to talk with Mike Malott here in an hour and a half. That Vancouver card was so cool. seems like all six Canadians won in that card. So it seems like one Canadian MMA, and then it's like the best of both worlds. You have that momentum and then you're enough. You're a Floridian fighter. A lot of people think of you as a Florida fighter. So it feels like you have two momentums going. I'm expecting like a pop. I'm expecting the crowd to go pretty heavy for you. Are you expecting them to be on pro your side or the other side, or do you not care about it or thought about it? 
the Canadians showed the fuck up, didn't they? <laughs> I'm like, that was such a dope night. I, I think Mike was the last Canadian who fought. And I was watching him like, if he wins, that's all the Canadians who won tonight. It yeah. was such a dope card. But um, I do think that I'm going to have a lot of the crowd support this time. One, uh, me obviously being raised in Florida, me calling this my home state. But two, it's just I feel like naturally it's like, the Canadian girl versus the Brazilian girl, the Americans typically side with me, you know? I agree. I agree. Um, all right. Before Joe Rogan, that's Gordo is like sitting center stage right in front of that amazing uh, Jillian the Savage hoodie that you can get at Jillian Savage with like a dash.com. Is that what it is? Or yes. what's the website? Uh, it's Jillian-Robertson.com. There you go. Six shirt. I have mine. I probably should have wore it today. That's my fault on the uh, dress code. I didn't get that, but uh uh, let's talk about Gordo. How it's been like probably a couple weeks, right? Or a little bit more. Uh, I think it's been about three weeks since I adopted him now. Okay. Okay. Um, he's uh, about four years old. So he, he's like, uh, I don't know. I, I'm against it. I'm not against it, but I don't like it, adopting puppies. I feel like all puppies can get homes. So I want a dog who is like, nobody wants it. Or like, <laughs> it's hard to get a home or something right, like that, you know? So yeah. Gordo is a special case. He uh, is like a little werewolf. He has alopecia. So he has a little bit of hair loss all down his back. There you go. He's a but, man. He's like, you know. Yeah. It, it's just a, it's just cosmetic. So it's like he he just has a little bit of hair loss, but he didn't get adopted for two years because of it. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he's been the perfect travel buddy. Uh, but came with me on the plane, didn't make a sound. Had him in a little bag the whole time. And then he's been like, literally just sits here all day at the hotel. Just wants to sit on my lap. He's perfect. Like, have you, did you have like a relationship with them beforehand? Did you go in knowing like, okay. Or was it just like kind of spurt of the moment? Was it just ever, uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks, you maybe transitioned, you know, you wanted to get another uh, dog. Was Gordo just a new or had, have you had a past relationship? Oh, that was just where I, I just met. I knew I just needed, I needed that puppy energy in my life. My house hasn't yeah. been the same since what, since the passing of Rob. And I'm like, every time I talk about him, I'm about to break into tears right now. I'm like, he was just my everything. Even me and Gordo, like it was a big process for Gordo because he's shy. So it's like for him to get acclimated to me, but for me to get acclimated to him too has been a big process because I'm like, I was just, like, I feel like Robin was like my soulmate. I'm so, I was so in love with that dog and just every way he was perfect to me. So there was just a lot of things at first where I'm just like, I don't know if this is right. I don't think it's, you know, very unsure, yeah. but I feel like both of us took our time and now we, we feel like it's the right match. <laughs> and like Rob never went with you to a fight before, right? To my knowledge, you never traveled really, right? Yeah, but he was a 70 pound dog where this one's eight. <laughs> So that's what I mean. Like, he, so Rob never went with you to a show. So this is like kind of new in a way of like, hey, fight night, fight night, fight week, and you have your puppy with you. Yeah, it, uh, I honestly that would have been dream world for me if I could have bring, brought Rob into a fight. <laughs> but uh, like I said, a seventy pound dog, it just yeah. wasn't practical, and that's honestly why I was looking at smaller breeds when I was looking for a dog, is because okay. I wanted something. It's just going to be easier. Like right now I am living in an apartment in Miami. And then also something that I know is going to be easy to take places with me. He's eight pounds, like I said. So it's not like he's too much to carry around. For sure. Um, all right. Definitely. Let's talk about Joe Rogan experience. Uh, I saw so many clips. 
watched it, listened to it. Such a great podcast. I think you and I like talked right off air, like literally the day or the day after it came out and you were kind of like iffy on it. I thought you killed it. Absolutely killed it. First of all, what has been the feedback since the podcast of seems like, you know, it's not all about that, but it is what it is. I think you got it gained around 18 to 20,000 IG followers, like off the rip. It's been out for a couple of weeks. Have you gotten a lot of new fans or new feedback or just even from the people closest to you? Yeah, I definitely got a lot of good feedback. I, I'm honestly surprised by how much good feedback, because I feel like no matter what on the internet, you always get a lot of negativity. It's yeah. just how the internet works. So the fact that I got as much good feedback as I did, I was honestly really surprised, but uh, it was a great experience in general. Joe is just, like, he shows how great of an interviewer he is by how easy he made it. I'm like, I'm not someone who I think I can talk for three hours straight, but it was fairly easy with someone like him. Yeah. And like everything that I hear, like there's not a lot in, you know, maybe you can say or not. There's not a lot of like, even when you and I go, right. Like we talked a minute and 10 seconds off air. Like you and I feel like we could talk for 30 minutes. We've been doing it for 30. This is the 34th episode. We've been talking a lot before this podcast was even created. Like we can just go back and forth and whatever comes up, comes up. Seems like Joe can just go for hours with almost anyone. He's amazing that he can kind of take wherever conversation you guys went through six different, you know, sections of life and everything. And you guys can just go. Did you guys have like a, any kind of game plan beforehand or like a document or anything, or was it just you guys were ripping and you went? No, it was literally like before at home, we were sitting there like, do you guys want to try to like maybe fake interview me, like try to prep me for it, you know, maybe like anything that we want to make sure that we say like to get whatever point across. And we were trying to like, just make sure that I was ready to go out there. And then once it started, it's like all of that completely went out the window. I felt like it was just a chill conversation. Like it was was. literally... I, I don't even know when we started recording. Like it was like he lit a joint. We hit it a few times and then it, we were just talking and it just led into like uh, about like 10 minutes into that. I was like, oh, we're recording now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the best. Gosh, that's insane. That's awesome. Um, so talking about that. So now I know Florida is a little bit different than Vegas, right? About the marijuana rules with fighting. Am I wrong on that? No, Florida is the exact same as Vegas. Florida. Okay. And uh, Nevada are the only two states where you can literally smoke up to way and day. You just can't be high walking in the cage. Right. That's that's uh, that's probably uh, the, you know, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. The thumbs up. You know, in your uh, your uh, signing of the agreement, you're like, hey, what state is this in? Um, yeah, exactly. Like, keep me away from New York. They got a zero tolerance policy. Yeah, I don't know if you like the whole Nate Diaz and Jake Paul fights. Like, seems like it's in this crazy loop of they're going to fight there and the venue set and everything, but Nate's going to do what Nate does every single day. So, like, even if Nate wins the fight after the fight, it looks like it's going to be turned into a no contest because Nate's going to his his drug test going to be turned in positive. You know? Yeah, I don't. It's, it's like, why does it even matter at this point? It's just weed, guys. I know. I know. I, like I, literally, like. I think how Nevada have it and how Florida have it is how every state should have it. As long as you're not high walking in the cage, because then I guess you could say like it alters your mind state and like might alter you in the fight. But like until that moment, it doesn't matter. Like let them smoke if they want to smoke and then fight day. It's like, that's when I feel like I get it. (laughs) 
Um, so about this fight card, UFC Jacksonville, <clears throat> I know you've probably been so tunnel vision on course Tabitha and your fight and the weight cut and everything of that nature. Have you looked into, you know, Taporia and Emmett's getting a ton of love and then not even that it's also, you know, another female, I know you and uh, Macy Barber was an ex opponent. She's in the co-main. And then last thing, and I've, I, it's so crazy. It's brought, brought up to me so much because a lot of things, Island fights, the picture I posted today was literally you and I commentating on Island fights. Literally six fighters who fought for the Island Fights organization is on this card. It's so cool to think about the ascension and the rise up from all these guys like Brendan Allen and Phil Rowe and SD Dumas, who you've met multiple times at Pence, of course yourself. And there's two more. It's wild of a uh, such a connective Florida Island Fights card. Oh, yeah. The whole card is a lot of Florida people, a lot of familiar faces that I've seen on like Combat Night, Rise of War, yeah. things like that. Yeah. I like, oh. I would say probably half the card. I'm like, I know like Phil Rowe, Austin Lane. Um, yeah. like you dropped a, a SD Dumas and a couple others. I'm like, there's just a good group of Florida fighters that are on the card. So it's cool to see. Very cool. Like, is there one in, in particular, like, Oh, that's cool. I'm excited for SD to fight in Florida. You know, Phil Rowe versus Neil Magny is getting a lot of attention to the main event of the prelims. Neil Magny. It's one of those, he's one of those guys, um, little a little bit a little bit like you just super underrated on that side he holds welterweight records like george st pierre and kamar usman and jorge gamebred mazadal and colby covington neil magny holds a lot of welterweight records very underrated fighter but phil rose three straight welterweight fights three straight welterweight knockouts i think four would be the record no one's got four consecutive knockouts as a welterweight that's a cool fight that's a sick fight i like it Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of dope fights. Uh, like you said earlier, though, the main event, I feel like, yeah, is something that's good. really caught my eye. I'm like, that one's the one that I know is going to be a banger no matter what. That's going to be a complete firefight from start to finish. Uh, I think Taporia is just a complete technician on the feet. And then Emmett's just like a powerhouse coming forward. So it's like, I think Taporia can like outsmart him. But if he gets caught, then it's over. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I literally kind of said the same thing on our betting show yesterday about Taporia is so good and probably more talented and younger and probably maybe a little bit more in his prime, all of that. But he does like leave himself open, leaves his chin out there. And if Josh Emmett gets your chin, like it's over. Like Josh Emmett's that guy. Like if he does touch it right, it's absolutely uh, done. Fight's over. Um, all right, back on you. How does it feel to be in Jacksonville and Florida? Like, I I don't want to beat this down, but to me, it's so cool. Like, I know you wanted on that Orlando card so bad at the end of last year and it didn't happen. You had such a great show in and they, they turned you around so quick. And you're like, Dave, yeah, we're doing this. It's Jacksonville. We're going like the short flight. Do you love being on the same time zone? And like you said, a lot of family's going to come and your gym's going to be out there. It's going to be a goat night for sure. Or goat date. Um, you know, do you love, fighting in jacks oh yeah and, and like you said same time zone but also something that i feel like makes a huge difference that people don't think about is same elevation and same humidity that i'm used to so yeah. it's like i'm a hundred percent used to training in this every single day where when i go to vegas it's like that dry heat and it takes me a couple days to get used to and my lungs don't feel right my cardio doesn't feel right so it's like being here i just feel a hundred percent on point i'm gonna have a lot of love in the crowd, a lot of love coming out, uh, driving up here. I'm like, it's just, it's, I, I really am just super excited for this fight. I, I can't wait for it to happen. 
Awesome. You seem like you're in a great spot. Great, uh, absolute stunning smile, G. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped for tomorrow morning's weigh-ins and then Saturday afternoon's your fight. Uh, I'll let you go. I know it's weigh-in, cutting all that time. I do think it's funny. The one thing I did say to a lot of people, of course, they talked to me about this fight and especially you. And I just keep saying, I'm like, I don't know why. I just think, I think you're going to be super comfortable fighting at 130. Like, uh, people don't understand you. You're not a late night person. So when you go out there to Vegas and you'll fight at 10 o'clock, you know, Eastern, which is 1 a.m., all that stuff. Like, it just seems like I think you're going to be uh, primed at fighting in the afternoon. I think you're kind of used to it. And we always talk about how you're training and, and, and two times a day and stuff. So I think when you do go out there, 1230 or 130, whatever it is, I think it might be earlier for other people. Like for you, I think you're that's that's prime time G. I think that's uh, you're gonna be ready. Yeah, I like I fought at 3 p.m., I fought at 7 p.m., I fought at 3 a.m. when I was in yeah. Abu Dhabi. It yeah. doesn't matter, I'm gonna be ready to go no matter what. But I do love that, like, literally, I have the whole day on Saturday. I just wake yeah. up, fight, and then I have the whole day to do whatever. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Very cool. We'll, uh, we'll definitely uh, it'll be a victory celebration day and night in Jacksonville. I can't wait. I'm literally leaving tomorrow um, afternoon. I'm so excited to get over there in Jacks. Can't wait to see you in person and uh, maybe celebrate the, the way that Jillian Robertson celebrates. So we'll, we'll have fun. Exactly. <laughs> awesome, G. You're the best. I appreciate your time. This has been awesome to talk this close to the uh, fight day. We'll, we'll see you soon. Oh, no, thank you. <sighs>